0: Hello and welcome to the channel. I mean, a uh, podcast. Um, I'm joined by my good friend anwes and today we got a spicy topic for you guys. So recently, there's been lots of buzz going on about um, you know stock market. There was a incident with uh, GameStop and uh, AMC and so on. And today we we're gonna bring it. We're gonna break it all down for you guys. Um, so yeah. Uh, Rustic, I mean uh, Anwish, welcome <laughs> to the pod hey, How you been? Thanks
1: man, I've been good I've been good thankfully um, Yeah, I can't ask for more than that You know, I've been more d- great than I deserve To be honest
0: Too blessed to be stressed?
1: Exactly bro Too blessed to give a fuck
0: <laughs> Alrighty Um I know like there has been uh, lots of buzz going on around uh, stock market right now, mm-hmm. uh, especially with, you know, how we are like pumping all this money into account economy right. and pretty much uh, most of the, uh, you know, stocks are like like Tesla's and Netflix and Microsoft and all that are like pretty much climbing. Um, and today I feel like we should kind of like talk about, you know, the stock market. Since there's like lots of uh people out there that that might not know about stock market, so what I was thinking was maybe we can break it down or maybe you can break it down and educate me and as well as our listeners um this is gonna be trading one o one um and for those people who knows about trading and all that uh you know this might not be for you or it may be for you um and if you you know like just If you want to stay with us and listen, feel free to. Uh, But yeah, today we're basically going to be talking about the uh, stock market.
1: Absolutely. Uh, It doesn't matter if you're an experienced trader or if you're a newbie and a beginner trainer. I think you should stay through the entire podcast because I'm pretty sure we're going to... So, like, tell you a lot of important things that you probably didn't know, or maybe knew, but it's it's good to uh, sometimes hear it through because uh, that helps. Like repetitive statements help sometimes, you know. So yeah, uh, let's let, let's get started with the stock market. So first of all, what's a stock? Right? The <laughs> the question for everybody is what's a stock. So a stock is basically a piece of a company. So let's say there's a company called Apple which there is and you want to own a piece of it um fuck apple Apple. (laughs) yeah uh and you want to own a piece of apple even though you don't like him uh then what you do is you buy a piece of apple how do you do that you go through your trading apps or websites like td america trade Uh, You go through uh, Webull, you go through Robinhood, you go through any of the trading sites, Charles Schwab, or you go through Merrill Edge, anything, any trading app that uh, has NYSE, New York Stock Exchange, and Dow Jones, you you can trade anything uh, in there. So the first thing you do is you go and find the ticker symbol. What's a ticker symbol? It's a symbol for every individual stock. So that's going to be different for Apple. It's going to be very different for uh, something like Ford. Uh, A ticker symbol is going to be different by every different company. So, for example, American Airlines is going to be AAL. Apple is going to be AAPL. Uh, So the first thing you do is you find the ticker symbol, or you can just write down the company name. And you can type and see how much the price it's trading for. So, Apple, for example, right now, if uh, I have to say it off the top of my head, it's trading for around 130, 31 bucks. Um, so, what you do is you go and buy it, right? And, and, and there you go, you own a piece of the Apple the huge Apple brand. Now, does this mean that you're a shareholder, that you have say in what happens to Apple or what products they come up with or do they tell you any exclusive news? No. The only thing that... (laughs) Absolutely not. Santa especially tried that (laughs) for all the new MacBook releases. Um, (laughs) But but yeah, they don't tell you. The only thing uh, you got to know is that Apple by a company is a very huge company, and there's big and small companies. Um, and it depends on how much profits they make. It depends on how much a lot of people say that uh, a company is worth by looking at its profit in the last quarter, uh, by looking at the profit throughout the year. It's just a basic thing for saying how much money they made uh, other than spending. So they look at that and then they see how much the value of the stock can go. So there's a price that's going to be associated with Apple. And then you click and buy it. And then you buy one trillionth or one 13 trillionth, one small part of that pizza. Uh, imagine it being like a pizza and there being 13 trillion slices. And now you own one of those 13 trillion sizes if you buy one stock Uh, of apple so that's basically what stock is it's a piece of a company um should you buy all the stocks no that's probably not a good decision but should you own stocks yeah i I definitely think so i've been trading for almost uh, i've been trading kind of weirdly for the past two years but uh since the pandemic hit there's a lot of good things that came from pandemic. Um, I've been trading stocks. um, It's pretty much like a full time thing um, since March of 2020. And this was when the stocks had dipped. So um, it it was never before that we had seen such a trend because usually the stocks go in a very steady line. Uh, It's a very linear line and it's very predictable. But uh, times like these or times like um, back in March of 2020, when the stock took a huge dip. Um, there's a lot of volatility, which basically means there's a lot of risks in the market. You might lose some money. You might gain some money. Who knows? Um, but I just got started around that time, around like 2020 uh, March. So... Yeah, I just wanted to say that first. Also, um, first things first, we got to tell you this. Uh, we are not your financial advisors. This is only for educational purposes. If you go and buy Apple stock and it decreases by like 5 $6, I'm sorry. It's just the way it is. Um, but we just have to warn that we're not a financial advisor, that we can't be telling you to go buy a certain stock. So these are only for educational and uh
0: only for resource purposes. Right? Sam? Don't you, sue us, yeah. yeah. We don't have money to fight it, fight back. We're yeah. broke as fuck right here. Like we don't have money. so don't don't sue us. Uh so yeah, basically what you're saying is uh a stock is in a lamest term. Uh you're basically owning uh in a piece of a company, um, but you don't really have any, you know, like any saying or anything over that company it's just that you're supporting that company so that way they can either make a good product or they can you know um put that money towards better uh betterment for the company um so that's basically what the stock is right absolutely yep um okay now we we clear out what stock is, I wanna like I wanna ask you this question. Um I know it's like trading is very risky mm-hmm. and it's I mean I I wouldn't say a gambling, but it is sort of you know, like sort of like a gambling since there is a high uh, risk involved. Um how do people make money out of it? 'Cause it's it's very risky and I know like there there might be people who is um who is like very good with the the way that they trade or you know like there might be a people who is like very dumb like me. Like I, so compared to uh, Anwish, I do uh, invest too. I do have stocks too, but compared to Anwish, I don't um, check my apps on a daily basis or I don't do anything in a regular daily basis. What I have done is I basically uh, invested in some companies And I basically check in like either uh, every once a week or twice, uh, you know, twice a week. So I don't really do it in a daily basis, which might not be a better, uh, you know, if if I really care about my money, which might not be a better option, you know, like checking on a weekly basis. Because I could be like going in that negative number, you know, who knows what's going to happen in the market. So what's what's the best practice or like, you know, what's what's. uh, the best way to uh you know earn more money um, if that's the best way to put it
1: right so I want to say one of the most important figure that everybody pretty much kind of lacks telling is uh eighty percent of the day traders uh, that go into stock like making eighty percent of them lose money so this is a staggering figure a lot of people say invest into stocks or or learn how to trade. Um And I support that. 100% I support that. But I, I don't think trading stocks is for everybody. Just like how math might not be for everybody, or English might not be for everybody. I think trading stock is kind of like that skill that um, if you're super interested in knowing the company's history, where the company is going, what's going on with the market, I think in, in someone who... Uh, kind of figures out and kind of sees a pattern in between numbers. I think it's a very good thing for uh, those specific people. But does that mean that if you are not good into any of these, that you shouldn't trade or you shouldn't buy stocks? No, absolutely not. And the way that San has done this is the perfect way. This is the absolute way that you do it. Um and, and this is, again, this is for someone who doesn't check check on a daily basis. So I personally, um, I check. Uh, so nowadays I wake up. So when we had Every the volatility of uh, GameStop and we had the volatility of AMC, I was up at five o'clock in the morning and I was checking the news all the way from five o'clock to pretty much 8:30, and uh, there's something called early trading, and these are the hours between 6 o'clock, 6 a.m. in the morning, till 8:30 in the morning, and then there's after hours, which is 3:30, uh, 3 p.m. in the afternoon, from uh, 5 p.m. in the evening. So these are some extra trading hours, and sometimes you can leverage that uh, if you know that a stock is going to go up. So I was awake at 5 o'clock in the morning, and I was checking my news, Uh, and I was doing that pretty regularly, and when I'm not doing when it's not, when the markets aren't that volatile, I'm still up around, uh, like six. And then I'm still checking. The first thing that I do is, um, I go on Yahoo finance and then I check all the things. And then I see if, um, like I, I go on individual stock and I see how individual stocks are doing that day. And, um, and and you kinda see the you kinda start seeing the pattern. If you start doing it more than more, it kinda comes to you naturally. You don't need a calculator, you don't need anything. So what I do is basically swing trading. You buy a stock, you hold it for a few days, so you don't get marked as a pattern day trader. Because you have to have at least $25,000. And even if you have $25,000, sometimes it's very risky. Because the broker brokerage app can literally kick you from trading. So what you do, for me, the best strategy is to sometimes hold. And then just hold it. Like hold a stock for a few months or maybe for a few weeks. Um, and most times it's a split in my portfolio, where 50% of the stocks, I would say, 50 to 60% of stocks, I hold it for more than months, uh, I'll hold it. And then some of the stocks, I, I'll i just like buy 40% stocks out of nowhere and then just trade them the next day or trade them the day after or trade them a week after. But yeah, you, you constantly, if you want to get into stocks, you constantly have to know what's going on in the news and you have to know what's going on in the, in the finance news. And and these are two completely different things because knowing the news is not the same as knowing what's going in the market. Like what's happening with Coca-Cola or what's, uh, what, uh, what's happening with like Melvin Capital or what's happening with G, uh, G, uh, GME, which is GameStop. So these are two very different things. And if you want to go the trading route or swing trading or day trading or penny trading, you have to be extremely knowledgeable. If you want to go the option route, this is more volatile. Or if you want to go the cryptocurrency route, it's even more volatile than stocks. So if you want to get into options or if you want to get into um, cryptocurrency trading, it's more volatile. So you got to be on your toes, like every, um, pretty much every, couple of minutes or every couple of hours at least. Um, and you gotta know absolutely everything that you're doing. The only way you're going to make money, money doesn't grow on trees. Um, and you, and you do get taxed quite a lot, uh, if you do become a trader. So you, you gotta know what to do, when to have your realized gains, when to look at your unrealized capital gains, all those kind of things. And you kind of have to leverage your portfolio into like, what are you going to do? Are you going to hold it for the long term? Or are you going to sell it and then make a quick profit, but then pay taxes on top of that? Um, and the way San has done this is kind of perfect. And this is what I say to most people, because most people I've met, they think they get they get trading and it trading is extremely easy but in a real world there's so many different tangents there's so many news that can break the market and you literally lose hundreds or thousands of dollars i've seen <clears throat> a few months ago uh there was this one news from Robinhood that uh, a 17 year old boy was trading like cryptocurrency and he was trading options on Robinhood, and he thought he could easily make money but then he got into a debt of seven hundred thousand dollars for one day for one day he got into a debt of seven hundred thousand dollars um from his robin hood portfolio and then he committed suicide the next day over oh, yeah. the next day over it changed over and then he was no longer in the seven hundred thousand dollar debt so, it can be very terrifying to get into stocks if you don't know completely anything about it. So, this is my prescription. And, and I think this is going to fit most, if not all, people. The way you trade stocks is you buy and you hold. Now, which one do you buy? I'm going to tell you exactly which ones to buy. You buy your favorite fucking company. It's that easy. If you like wearing Apple, Apple watches, if you like watching Apple TV or if you like buying stuff from Amazon or if you like the car that you drive Toyota or if if you like the car that you drive Tesla, I think the best way to trade stock is just to buy a stock and hold it. Hold it for a year, hold it for 2 years, hold it for 5 years. That's how you make money because you have now capital gains over A long period of time that you don't have to pay taxes on, first of all. Second, um, that you don't have to check on a regular basis. Like Sam said, he's checking every twice a week or once a week. I'd say people who just want to buy stocks for the favorite company that they the company that has been like, you know, living up to its name for a very long time. Just buy it and forget about it. It's like a saving account that you never had put money into um, any of the stocks and then just leave it. That's it. Uh, Most most times what I see uh, from a lot of people that trade is they buy into the index funds. They buy into uh, S&P 500, which you can buy for $3,500, or they buy into Dow Jones average, which is the average of the entire stock market. S&P, again, it's a fancy word for saying um, it's 500 of the best companies that are in America. And you're buying a piece of all of those 500 companies. So if you invest into S&P 500, you're kind of investing into all the 500 companies that are inside that group. If you buy the Dow Jones Industrial Average, you're investing into the entire Dow Jones Uh, all the stocks that are inside Dow Jones. So you might be buying $30,000 stock, one stock for Dow Jones, um, or you might be buying into S&P 500, which I normally recommend people buy index funds and people buying... S&P S- 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 500 because normally when we don't have a recession or we don't have any pandemic like this we do see a 7 to 15 percent growth in S&P S- S- 500 and you can almost always expect that at least a 7 percent growth and that's way better than going into option trading and then you, you losing a bunch of money because that does happen like you are going to lose money and sometimes and this And another thing, this happens to most traders, and I talked to most of my friends about this um, on the trading world. Um, You're never going to sell at the highest and you're never going to buy at the lowest. It doesn't happen It simply won't happen. If it does happen, then you're a time traveler or you're the luckiest man alive ever on the earth. And normally that never happens. Both of those cases. Um, And I've done this. Like, you know, if a stock is going to go to a maximum of 25, I've sold it at 20. And then I've seen the stock climb up literally after a few and not even minutes to 25 and then i've regret holy shit i could have made five dollars off of that and that's off like a hundred or a thousand stocks so it kind of adds up and and if you buy into like the major stock index like smp 500 if you invest thirty five hundred dollars into it uh, and, and and you might have sold it for $3,600 a few months later, right? And then you're going to see $3,700 or you might see climb $4,000. And the best advice to combat that is just not to think about it. I think the more you think into it, the more you're going to get sunk into that quicksand and you're going to feel awfully bad that you could have made more money. But again, greed is one of the biggest, um, things that you need to stay away from stock market. If you're too greedy, stock market ain't the right for you. If you're too impatient, stock market is not the right for you. The best thing that you can do is buy index funds, search up some good in index funds, invest into U.S. Treasury, it, it gives a very good return. Invest into, one of the best things is to invest into S&P 500. That's one of the best things.
0: Yeah, so, you know, um, it is risky and it involves like lots of research and all that. So make sure you know what you're doing because you don't want to lose uh, money. And like Anwish mentioned that, you know, like making money is not easy and it takes lots of effort and hard work and uh, it's it's not easy. So make sure you know your shit and make sure you know what you're doing And yeah, um, I want to, I want to like talk about um, dividend uh, Mm -hmm. because I know not all the companies pay dividends right now, uh, but there are like some that pays dividend. So I I just wanted to know your opinion on like what's, you know, what's the best uh, approach like approach on whether, you know, if you should and like if, you know, like dividend is the way to go or, you know, if like growth stock is way to go because I know like there there isn't a way for us like know whether that if any um, before we invest if that company is going to pay dividends or not mm-hmm. so what's the best uh, approach or like best tactic you have for that so
1: so there is a way to find out if a company is going to get and give you dividends right so companies okay. like yeah yeah there's oh, a whole mean. list of uh all the companies that do give a dividend, so you nice. can literally search on Google and then see if that government, if that uh company does pay dividend and sometimes if the company has paid dividends in the past, it'll more likely be able to pay you dividends in the future. But sometimes the companies that has paid dividends in the past might stop paying dividends in the future because of different factors. So, again, you never know. But one of the best things is uh, you can always buy some of these legendary companies that have been here in the very past. So companies like... um, off the top of my head. Coca-Cola does a very good, it gives a very good uh, dividend yield uh, to all the shareholders. Uh, another company is uh, Procter & Gamble. Another company is um, Oxy, uh, Occidental Petroleum, I think, is another company that gives very good dividends. Uh, another company is uh, Shell, Another company is Exxon. So these are some companies that have been here for a very long period of time, probably 50-plus years. And these have been giving out dividends for the last, like, 50-plus years. So it's up to you. Um, Sometimes I... Uh, buy stocks that I know purposely that they're going to give me dividends. And what I do is I turn, it's literally so easy. You literally turn dividend reinvesting. And then what happens is that whenever a quarter is done and you hold a stock for that certain period of time, then the, the company is going to pay you dividend because you held the stock for that certain period of time. So, yeah, so so what you do is you basically turn on uh, from your trading app, you turn on dividend reinvesting and that money goes back into uh, your investing and you can buy more shares from that company. So normally I'm more of that kind of a guy, but do I go hunting for dividends? No, because that's a very different type of approach. I'm more of a very active, again, Um I do college from my home. Uh, I don't work. So (laughs) it's pretty much uh, that uh, the entire day I'm with my computer. I'm with my computer screens uh, or very close to my computer screen most times a day. So I can literally pull up um, information or see where the market is heading, have my second computer turn on 24 hours a day to literally look at all the stock indexes. So I can... Again, it's up to your lifestyle. If you want to be more of an active trader, um, dividend reinvesting and dividend uh, buying companies might not be the best idea for you. But if you're more of a pragmatic, if you're more of a Warren Buffett type of uh, stockholder where you want to see a very good growth uh, and you know that some of these companies have been paying stock um dividends in the very past because i know valero or exxon it's probably one of those they pay five dollars um for holding one stock every quarter so uh, that's pretty good in my opinion um so investing into those companies might be a very good idea because Um, those dividends do add up, especially if you have a lot of stocks in those specific companies because they're your quote unquote, your favorites. Um, but it depends again, it depends if you're an active uh, trader or if you're a passive trader. And again, I recommend doing the passive way to most people because, um, it's like math. If you don't really fucking like math, then, uh, you shouldn't take, uh, calculus class class. right um (laughs) because you probably get fucked up and if it was school then you just get fucked up in the class but this is real life you would actually lose uh, a bunch of money so um off the top of my head I, i think investing into dividend um giving companies is very good and again i told you all the companies so occidental petroleum look it up i'm not sure about that one Um, but companies like, uh, Occidental Petroleum, let me think. Um, and a uh, Starbucks, yeah, a Starbucks, Shell, uh, Valero, um, Exxon, uh, um, Procter and Gamble. And then Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola is probably one of the best, uh, in dividend reinvesting
0: and dividend just getting in general. So, yeah, those companies. See, I didn't knew that we can actually, like, you know, research on that. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, thank you for pointing that to me. <laughs> See, uh, internet is going to be your best friend. Exactly. So, yeah. use that piece of shit. Because hmm. it's going to be... There's you like got to be very
1: cautious, stuff. too. Because um, yeah. there's going to be a lot of bullshitters on the internet that are probably going to, like... Because it happened to me. Because I'm on Discord most times or I'm on, like, Reddit pages. And people are going to gonna show you, like, you know, they made $100,000 off a trade. And they're going to screenshot and share you the screenshot. And you're like, how the hell? This doesn't even make sense. But then you got to realize that Internet is made up of some of the f- most fucked up people. And they just, like, sharing, like, their shit. And most times it's not even theirs. So these might be literally 14, 15, 17 year old kids who think they're the shit, um, but they're actually sharing screen like screenshots that they got from somebody else. So be very cautious about uh, what other people have to say. Try to dig up information that are more based on facts. Go on um, the websites that are more... Like, you know, that have been in the past for a very long time. For example, Yahoo Finances or or any legitimate news sources. Don't get your news from some option trader or some from like trader guru that's going to tell you to invest into this stock because it's going to go up 10,000%. Because I literally, it literally happened um A few days ago where a guy I saw on my Twitter feed, and he told everybody to uh, get this certain – I won't name the stock, but get this certain app, uh, this certain stock. And at that time, I think the price of the stock was around $55. And a lot of people put their life savings into the stock, and after a day, it plumbed down to $40. So that's a, that's quite a hit, especially when I know some people have dropped a thousand dollars, and that's a lot of shares. Um, that's probably about what twenty, thirty, yeah, twenty, thirty shares. And then and then you lost ten dollars in a share. Then you've quite honestly lost like three hundred dollars or four hundred dollars. Um, so I've seen that. I've seen people who've made uh, money from the GME, the GameStop and AMC calls. I've seen a guy who personally, I know this guy who made $100,000 from those calls. And personally, I know a guy who's lost $17,000 on those same calls because he was late. And he got this hype train and everybody told him to get on a GME call and he started putting options uh, on GME and he started buying stocks of AMC and quite honestly it plummeted and the same thing happened with Dogecoin um For some reason, a lot of idiotic people on the internet, and and these are the people who are like assholes (laughs) that I really don't like. Uh, These are people who buy Doge from like 2014, 15, and they're the ones like, oh, Dogecoin all the way to the moon. We're going with a rocket booster or shit like that. They post it all (laughs) over the internet, and then people fall for that shit, and then they're like, yeah, bro, Dogecoin all the way to the moon. It's going to go to $1, and... So many people, I feel so bad, and told these people to buy Dogecoin when it was eight cents. And then it plummeted, like not even a day later, uh, later in the night around three o'clock, it plummeted from eight cents to like three cents uh, or even lower at times. And now it's going to like 27 cents and going back up to like 30 or 40 cents. And people are still telling all the people who bought at 80 cents to hold. Like, what the fuck, bro? If you're, so, I can't with these people because these people are solely looking out for their own selfish motives because once you put a lot of money into that Dogecoin or that stock, then they're going to dump the stock on you and you're going to hold that stock that's too high valued and, and that's probably going to take, I don't know, months or years to get to that price normally. So
0: right um stay away from those assholes (laughs) yeah definitely yeah who knows what their motives might be Mm -hmm. um yeah when i was going to twitter i was also like seeing lots of things regarding like dodge coin like there there was like lots of memes and all that and people were like talking about it and i think like people kind of jump into the hype hype trend i almost did remember i talked to you about it like hey i was thinking of you know Thing on dodge and tell them what i told you you're like um <laughs> that's probably not a good idea because um it might go down you predicted that it might go down and it actually did i think at that point i think it was around like 70 something um cents and i was actually thinking of getting it but for some reason it didn't went through which thank god um it didn't went through and it's going down ever since i mean it's barely like getting up now but um it it was it's going down and it's a good thing that i didn't jump into that hype train so it's it's very crucial for you to have like open-minded and you know not listen to others or you know like jump into other people hype train because they might have alternative motives regarding you know that stock or whatever they have whatever their motive is but uh make your own conclusion and make your own even if somebody advises you like if you you know even if you get all the information from us from this part just like just try to like process that information and see what's right what's not um don't just like jump into that hype train and make that uh investment because making money is uh you know it's not easy and losing even like Couple of dollars can be very, you know, um, it's not it's not a good thing because money doesn't come off easily. Um, it doesn't grow in tree, unfortunately. I wish it will, but that's the sad truth. It doesn't. No, right? Um yeah. Um yeah. that yeah. being said, um, I wanna talk about uh the you know, the trendy topic topic that's been going on right now uh gamestop before we do that i want to i want
1: to say a quick lesson on cryptocurrency because i think yeah, a lot well. of people don't know what cryptocurrency is because normally you think about bitcoin you think about um ethereum you think about dogecoin there's a lot of cryptocurrency or litecoin or things like that but i'm more of a and i might be wrong again Right. Take it with a grain of salt. I might be wrong. I like to associate something that has a value to it, a tangible value to it. If you look at Apple, Apple is in um what's that Cupertino, California, right? There's a physical location to Apple. When you're buying Apple, you're buying a piece of that company. When you're buying Coca-Cola, there's a physical Coca-Cola. When you're buying the U.S. Treasury, there's a bunch of gold that's stocked up on U.S. Treasury. And, and when you're buying a dollar, when you're getting a dollar as, as uh, when you work and then you get $20 an hour and you're getting $20 from your employer, then you're getting that $20 that has been certified by the Federal Reserve saying that this is fucking worth $20. So I like getting money from tangible assets. Now, when you talk about Bitcoin, and I might be wrong, when you talk about Bitcoin or any cryptocurrency none of these cryptocurrencies are associated with any tangible asset and that's what i've been saying for the last like many months that none of these have a tangible asset other than bitcoin because bitcoin is just driven by hype um and, and even bitcoin bitcoin is a very good way to diversify your portfolio but you gotta understand the risk you don't know who created Bitcoin. There's a guy on Reddit called uh, uh, Shashimo, uh, something uh, that created Bitcoin. And we don't even know how much Bitcoin he has. And, and now people think that Bitcoin is unhackable. But who knows what things might be in the near future? Um, so Bitcoin, it's a very unique asset because there's no tangible asset to it. Um, There's nothing that guarantees Bitcoin. You're just buying Bitcoin on the belief that someone else is going to pay more money than you to buy that same asset. Now, is that going to continue? I don't know, because now it seems like it's a trendy thing to buy Bitcoin. Oh, I have a Bitcoin. I can pay you in Bitcoin. But then what happens a generation later when they're like, you know what? Bitcoin was all cool and hype and all shit, but... I'm I'm into this new thing called uh Anwish Coin. And then they buy into <laughs> I Coin. Like it's literally dependent on that. Same with uh Ethereum. The only reason why Ethereum is going up is because Bitcoin and other altcoins are going up. Is because people can't buy into Bitcoin because Bitcoin is thirty thousand dollars, so they gotta look for an alternative. What's the alternative? Ethereum. What's the alternative? Dogecoin. What's the alternative? Um uh, Litecoin. And and quick lesson about Dogecoin is Dogecoin is even more volatile than Ethereum or Bitcoin because Bitcoin has a cap. By the year 2050, there is only going to be 21 million Bitcoin. Right? And and same with Ethereum, there's only gonna be a limited supply of Ethereum. There's going to be a limited supply of Bitcoin, unless if somebody hacks, of course, Uh, there's going to be a limited supply of Dogecoin. And that's why miners are having a very hard time because it's a blockchain chain because a computer every single hour tries to mine a Bitcoin. And every single time a computer does that, it's gonna be going into a branch of network And, and the second Bitcoin that they mine is going to be harder. The third one is going to be more harder than the second one. And the fourth one is going to be more harder than the fifth one. So some of the miners are digging up seven Bitcoin an hour. And, and some of the miners that initially started in uh, 2014 were digging up 30 Bitcoins an hour. So the rate of The Bitcoin getting out is extremely hard and it is only going to get harder. But there is limited supply, right? That's why the demand might go up. Again, might. Um, Unless somebody else comes up with a better system that people think, oh, we're going to get into this hype chain instead of Bitcoin and Bitcoin all just fucking collapses. Um, And and that's my prediction, um, by the way and and dogecoin is something more even more messed up because unlike ethereum and unlike bitcoin there's no cap on how much dogecoin you can produce so you can literally go and you can mine dogecoin forever and there's gonna be no limited supply it's unlimited supply so when you're talking about dogecoin there's no when you're talking about simple economics the supply and demand curve when there, mm-hmm. when the demand is at its maximum and the supply is at its maximum, then you know there's gonna be a lot of people who are gonna buy into it. But then that demand, if that goes down and there's still a lot of supply, then that's when the prices drop. And that's exactly what we're seeing in the Do- Dogecoin. Now, uh, when San told me he was buying around uh 70 cents uh seven uh, seven cents sorry seven cents per uh dogecoin i told him it's a it's a very bad buy you're going to collapse a lot of money it don't I, I think the my wording was don't expect to see your money ever again <laughs>
0: yeah that 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 exactly what what was the wording yep right
1: because i told him don't ever see that money again because i'd gotten into dogecoin back in 2020 of like january not january sorry uh june or july back when elon musk was like dogecoin is the shit and then i just bought dogecoin for fun and i bought dogecoin at maybe five not even like 0.05 not even a cent i bought it at like less than a cent so i'd had like ten thousand bitcoins sorry bitcoins um dogecoins just laying and i bought them for like 30 dollars but here was like seven cents and and it was almost costing so much more than what it had cost and and people were just literally buying it have i sold it no I haven't still sold it. I'm just keeping it for the meme, memes. Because I bought it for like $30. Like, fuck that shit. Even if I lose money, I won't fucking care. Uh, like, for $30, I literally, that's burnt. I don't care about that $30. Mm-hmm. But Dogecoin is very different. Dogecoin will pretty much never... There's a lot of fucking idiots that always t- type me in the morning. And they're like, bro, if, if Dogecoin ever goes to $1, I'm going to be... Uh, like a millionaire or like i'm gonna have 10 million in my account and i'm like bro you don't even know how dogecoin works there's a (laughs) lot of supply into the chain uh it's not like ethereum it's not like bitcoin there's chances of bitcoin and ethereum surviving is there a chance of Dogecoin surviving no because there's the supply is always going to be at its max and and the p the People who are getting into Dogecoin are just going to be like, eh, it's not that cool. There's going to be another one that's going to come by. Um, and, and people are going to slowly start fading away. And now we're seeing that. We're seeing that 77 uh, cents drop to, I think today it was at its lowest at 26, uh, 2.6 cents. And then it shot back up to like 30 cents now. And I think it's probably going to go to like. Th- I don't know. 1.3 cents. Um so so that's my take on cryptocurrency. It's um there's a reason why it's not a valid transactions by bank because it's not completely um centralized. It's a very decentralized process and you don't need a bank to send Dogecoin or you don't need a bank to send uh, Ethereum or Bitcoin. So um I don't think a lot of companies are in government are going to go into this route. Again, I might re- be wrong because if you allow digital currencies that don't get monitored by any banks, I think you're jumping into a lot of volatility game and a lot of bad people can use uh, digital currency, especially like someone like mafia or The cartel, they might use it because you don't know where this money is coming from. Uh, Because now, if we have paper money, we can trace it back to okay, where is it coming from? Is it black money or is it white money? Is it money that was bribed by a certain person or is it money that came from Mexico? Uh, or that came from Honduras or that came from Guatemala or that came from India or that came from China we can trace it back um, but there's there's literally no way that you can trace a Bitcoin or an ethereum or dogecoin because uh, those are completely decentralized there's no server location to it uh it's independently handled by by a blockchain so that's my take yeah. on cryptocurrency
0: that's interesting. Yeah, I heard uh, Facebook was creating their own currency, right? Are they? So, something like that. I, I, I'm not really 100% sure, but I heard like Facebook was like creating their own currency. Um, I I think that was like, I saw that probably like a couple of months back Um, ago, but I, hold on, let me Google that shit really quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah go for it i know a Boy. lot of games
1: have have you played any of the games right there's a lot of in-game currencies um that games have like fortnite or apex or call of duty has its own like money basically uh in the mm-hmm. game so uh, those are very different than having digital currency because um, if you go and play a video game then uh, like you know you put 20 gift card into that video game then you get I don't know, 6,000 V-Bucks or something. Um, Mm -hmm. And you can only use that 6,000 inside that game. Uh, You can't transfer it to another game. You can't transfer it to um, like another computer. So if Facebook does that, it's a very good marketing strategy. I wouldn't be surprised if they did that.
0: They're creating uh, Libra?
1: Damn.
0: Yeah, so they are oh it's actually uh D-I-E-M. d i e m i don't mm-hmm. know if i'm pronouncing that right d m uh, but yeah that's interesting uh um yeah hopefully you know uh people not people are not getting scammed with this cryptocurrency because it does you know it's not a uh, like you men- like you mentioned that it's not really uh Tantalized established it. right so
1: Right. Yeah, I think people are buying, and most people are buying shit just because they see their favorite TikToker or an Instagrammer or YouTuber tell them to buy it. And I think people are forgetting that these Instagrams and TikTokers, they get paid to say these things. They don't. Yeah. And then who's mm. to say they're the best financial advisors in the world? um so a lot of people are just buying it just because like they're hoping that someone else is going to be more idiot than them and pay more money for the same currency but Mm -hmm. it's all based on belief and i don't like um putting money into beliefs because i don't think that turns out
0: very good (laughs) like right yeah all right that being said let's Talk about GameStop. One of the um best companies in the world. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. Um yeah, I, I didn't even know what was going on with GameStop until like I started seeing all these memes. Um and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Cause I don't really like keep track of news in a daily ba- like in you know, a daily basis. <sighs> mm-hmm. Or you know, in a daily basis, or like, you know, keep track of stocks. So when I saw like, you know, like GameStop trending and all that, like I kind of like track back and uh, see what's going on. And that was interesting that, you know, how bunch of uh, hereditors decide to uh, save GameStop and uh, say, fuck you to all those headphones billionaires or millionaires. <laughs> that was, that was, uh, you know, that was quite the story and it's very controversial with Robinhood, how they you know they only like gave option to like sell stock and not buy stock mm-hmm. that's very sketchy
1: yeah i have no respect for the sec so i just want to say that like sec can go fuck itself um what the fuck is sec Uh, That's the that's the like that's the government that says how much stock who can sell, who can buy and all those kind of things. Uh, Stock exchange. Hmm. Uh, Like it's basically the company that like, you know how like one time Elon said, in my opinion, Tesla stock is worth too much. And then literally Tesla stock dipped the next day because Mm -hmm. just because he taught and like said that. Um, SEC is um, this union of people. This this company is set up by the government that kind of balances the stock market. Like they have different rules and regulation that they put into place, um, so people don't uh, make a lot of money. Basically, they leverage more <laughs> towards the hedge funds and the billionaires and all those kind of people uh, than. Just normal people like you and I, so I don't yeah, have man. respect for them at all. I mean, SEC can yeah. go fuck itself.
0: <laughs> for those people who don't know what happened with GameStop, so basically, like a couple uh, douche, douche bag, uh decided to bet against GameStop, and for some reason, uh, redditors, which you know, whose are pretty much like most of them are like gamers mm-hmm. or like you know, like majority of the pop like populations are gamer. So what they decided to do was uh they basically team up together and start buying GameStop um stock and it basically rose up the like GameStop stock literally went up. Um I think at some point it was around like five hundred. Right. That's the highest in in terms of like GameStop, you know, stock history. Never. That was the highest to have ever gone. And and Hetz Fund billionaire lose like tons of shit and uh what robinhood did was uh they basically took away that buy you know like buy option and it didn't only happen with uh gamestop it also happened with amc um gme um and other stocks too and they basically did the same thing that they took away all the uh you know like buy function And there was, they only left it with the cell function, which is sketchy because they, I don't think they're allowed to do that, are they? So the SEC basically told them to do this.
1: Um, but in a free market, quote unquote free market, you're not supposed to do that because you're not supposed to be looking out for the people who are risking their own money. Like, I can't tell. The people that listen to this this podcast, I can't tell everybody that don't buy this or don't buy that. That's not a free market. When I put rules and regulations for you to actually not buy it, right? So uh, the only thing that you can do in a free market is advise it. So Robinhood did mess up big time. Uh, they blacklisted 50 stocks on the first day. Uh, sorry, 25 stocks on the first day. And then they started seeing some of the other stocks go up. And now um, there's still a limit on stock trading and option trading uh, for 50 stocks. And I think it's more, but people aren't finding that out. So hopefully we're going to find that more out tomorrow when the market's open at 30. But yeah, Uh, it's a very interesting thing. I think I can talk about it now. Since that special Discord group is uh, out from Discord. So um, Melvin Capital tried to buy a lot of... They took a $24, $24 million loan out uh, from this other company. And then they tried to short uh, GameStock out because they had an early option call. So they wanted to make a lot of money. So they bought a lot of money from someone else. And, and they were using this loan... Basically, just to short the GameStop uh, stock. And they've been doing this in the past. They've been trying to short the uh, stocks and manipulate it so they can make more money. Um, And there's a lot of companies that are doing that. And and they still do it. And I'm sure they're still always going to do this in the future. Uh, It's just how it is. Um, But this time, a lot of people saw what was going on because the initial um kind of uh, peak was when they started buying a lot of stock which is very weird for a company that was having uh, its shares so- sold around like 4 or 5 or 3 bucks um same with AMC AMC was selling around one ninety nine uh when I personally bought it um so it was selling around like $2 $3 $1.99 um so a lot of people saw it and a lot of people were notified. Uh I personally knew about the GameStop situation in December 18. Um and 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 a lot of people saw the like, you know, it was probably going to go up. I thought it was probably a sketch. So I didn't buy a lot of it. Um I regret that part, but there's a there was a separate Discord group called uh, the Wall Street Bats. Uh, which was made up of gamers and Redditors and all internet people. And it was just a community coming together trying to save uh, the game stock. Like a lot of people saw the shorting option and a lot of people said, okay, we're just going to pull money into this thing and we're just going to make this thing survive. Uh, so a lot of pu- people put a lot of money into GameStop stock, uh, uh, stocks and then the same curve the same supply and demand curve when there is a limited supply but there's a lot of demand then anything is going to shoot up in its price and the same thing happened with the stock of gamestop that it rose up a lot uh gamestop a lot of people made a lot of money because they initially bought it for a very low price again five six seven dollars ten dollars um uh, so so that's how that worked Uh, I wasn't much part of the GameStop whole fiasco, um, because I thought getting Redditors or internet people together, um, yeah, I I didn't believe that was going to happen, but that was very surprising that a lot of people came through, but I was part of, uh, the AMC one where pretty much, uh, we said, all right, let's just fuck AMC up. And then that's the day that AMC went from, I think, $2 to about $20 uh, in stock. And and a lot of people had bought quite a lot of stocks um, into AMC. And then I remember the same day. I don't remember who this was from, but this was just fucking news all over Discord. Um, But someone else said, okay, we're going to invest into sndl which is sundial farmers and then we're gonna invest into nokia um and we're gonna short those out and we're gonna shoot up the price jack those prices of that so um yeah sundial was probably around 70 cents and it rose up to about three four dollars um again this is just one stock price so people have bought a shit ton of stocks um individually and then it was uh we yeah, we it was the AMC and Sundial and then Nokia, which was trading around uh trading around probably two dollars, I think, uh, I remember. And then it got up to about six dollars a stock. So yeah, that's that's when that whole thing happened and And that was the day that I remember when I had bought GameStop stock and had initially bought a lot of AMC stock prior to that just because I knew things were going to go back up. But then a lot of internet people just were like, okay, let's just fuck this fucking thing up and then bought more AMC stock. Um, But yeah, that's the day that um, I think a lot of news came out That's the same day when people started figuring out that GME was getting short. short. But in reality, GME was actually getting short from December 18 uh, because the prices had gone from $5 to about $30 in like less than five, six days. And then from Mm $30, uh, the call was raised every time to about $70 and $70 to $120. Um, and then to three hundred and fifty dollars, uh, and and yeah, and in the day when the AMC short happened, that's literally the next day, um, or the same. No, 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 it's the same day. It's the same day when uh, a lot of news about GME came out, and then I think GME was trading around four hundred and twelve dollars a share, and uh, that's the same day AMC. Uh, a lot of people started deciding that AMC should get sort, uh, shorted out, um, and AMC went from about $2, um, a week ago, it was probably at one ninety two or something like that, One ninety ninety, I remember, um, and then it just went up to, like, $20, uh, the day after that, so they kind of came together, GME and AMC, but people, um wanted another stock to go up so amc kind of became that another stock along with nokia Uh, only this time that previously it was a lot of people pulling in to get one stock up uh, gme but this second time over it was people getting more diversified this time where they were buying more stocks of sndl they were buying more stocks of um um, I can't remember. This was there was this company called P uh, something. Uh, I forgot again. Um, but people basically bought AMC, uh, Sundial, and people bought um, Nokia. A lot of calls. And then I think the other one was Naked, and the other one was PLTR, Plantaire. Um, so people pulled in the second time with different companies. And that's why AMC probably didn't go as high um, as GameStop. And the same day when AMC got extremely high, uh, that's the day that uh, Robinhood started um, putting all these restrictions where you could only buy one stock. Initially, I remember this because initially it was just one stock. You could buy one stock of GME. You could buy one stock of, uh, AMC, um, because the max cap would be, uh, So if you had 100 shares, then you could only buy one. I remember this. And then that was quickly lifted the next day where if you had 100 shares of... You could could still only buy one share of GME, but you could only buy uh, five shares of Nokia. You could only buy... If you had 100 or more shares of AMC, you could only buy 10 more shares uh, of AMC. Um, If you had i don't know if you had less than 100 i don't know how much you could buy uh amc for but there were these different restrictions and the restrictions are still in place where you can buy and trade stocks now uh because the first day when amc and gme all went up you couldn't buy that but and now it's lifted but it's kind of in a psych gotcha way where you know uh you can only buy one stock of gme you can only sell that and then you can only buy five stocks i think of amc now um i mean tomorrow um or whenever you're listening to this hopefully it's gonna be gone but robin hood kind of fucked us over the only uh, robin hood did that charles schwab did that td american trade i think did that the only company that i didn't hurt uh, do that was um um weeble. Um I, I know personally that Robin Hood and Merrill Edge did that because I couldn't buy any more
0: stocks. But it it was okay. kind of fun with Yeah. Wow, well, that's interesting though, like how, you know, all these people came together to save this company. Yeah. And now they have more asset than they probably, you know, ever had. So Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. it will thrive. That company will thrive, um, and that basically exposed the uh, you know manipulations that happens you know like outside of the market. I mean, technically, what redditor did was technically uh, market manipulations, but you know that was going on, you know, like for long, like you know, people like millionaires were doing that for a long time anyway. So it just showed the world, you know, the bigger and the bigger perspective and what was going on inside, you know, in terms of, like, what was going on. So I think that was, like, very interesting.
1: Right. A lot of people think that GME and AMC, well, AMC was kind of not planned. But GMC, sorry, GME, it's easy to say GMC. It's not the car company. Uh, um, GME was just shorted in January, but it was kind of everybody knew about it on the internet, especially on Reddit, especially on Discord. Everybody knew about it, GME, um, short since mid-December. And then going into January, everybody knew that, and it was probably going to go very high. Um, But, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's very interesting to look at it now because it does teach a lot of people about uh, stock literacy. And... I'm more than happy now because I feel like only a handful of people know how things work internally. Um, But now a lot of people are getting more exposure into how the market can be manipulated and does become manipulated by a lot of people. So yeah, it's, it's very interesting.
0: Yeah. Cool. 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 All right. uh, Before we wrap up, do you have any tips for, Um, you know, for anyone that wants to get involved in investing, um, you know, any tips on,
1: again, it depends on the style of investing, uh, investing might not be the best idea for a lot of people because I personally know a lot of people who like just saving money, right? They like saving money because that's their fucking intuition to do that shit. So, and, and some people are just natural savers. So it depends on what you're good at. Again. I don't think there's a one size fit all for anything. Uh, hell, there's not even a one size fit all for condoms. So I can't prescribe, <laughs> I cannot prescribe you a thing and you go do that and that's gonna like work. So it depends. Just try it out first. Uh, try it out and see. Um, because a lot of people, some people get bored, some people get really excited about that kind of stuff. And I'm one of those people who, you know, I wanna know what's going on. Um, I like knowing information, I, I like retaining information, um, and, and that's why I like it. Another thing, it's it's kind of like math, it's kind of like you're solving um, like what's the slope of X or slope of Y kind of a thing. Uh, so if you like that, if you can see pattern, because I think that's one of the most important trait, is uh, you being able to see pattern in these different kind of stocks, then you should probably try active trading. Like, trade for, don't start with a lot of money. Start with, like, $5, $10, you know, $20, $40. And if you're good enough, you're you, you're just going to know it. You're just going to know it. Um, but if you find yourself in a predicament where you're like, huh, there's a lot of fucking information. I don't have time to do this shit. Then uh, do something called passive trading, which is buying a lot of uh, these old companies that have been for a very long period of time and putting some uh, probably majority of your money into a lot of index funds like S&P 500, NASDAQ, Dow, just like how we said, And a few companies that you personally really like, like if you drink Dunkin' Donuts every morning or Starbucks, put a little bit of money into that. Or if you like uh, going to this retail place like H&M or something, buy a stock of H&M. And it doesn't have to be 100 shares or 1,000 shares. Start very low. Um, Sometimes you're just going to know that, you know, okay, I'm actually interested in this. Uh, And sometimes you're just going to know, Okay, this is kind of time consuming and kind of boring because a lot of people, (laughs) they come back and they say, this is kind of boring, bro. And I agree for some people, it is fucking boring as shit. So it it might not be the best idea for you. Um, Sadly, these are the only two options. Um, I think for most people, the passive one fits a lot of people, um, even the savers. Like the best savers in the world, you can definitely throw like fifty dollars into a stock market, and into your best stock, and then just watch it grow, and then you can go from there. But yeah, there's there's a safe route and there's a more, um, a more dangerous route. But yeah, uh, I'm telling you from my perspective, if you're looking at. If you're going into the stock market, you're going to think you're going to be $100,000 richer richer in like 30 days. Or if you're going to think you're going to be a millionaire, you're not going to be a fucking millionaire. You need a million to make another million. You you can't do that. Um, People who do that are either exceptionally good traders. Um, And I honestly am not very qualified to say how to be an exceptionally good trader. Um, or people are just fucking manipulating and and telling you lies that they made a hundred thousand dollars in one day because they probably want to sell you whatever the fuck they're selling the other people. So be cautious, be cautious about all the information that you get and do your research and see if it fits you. If it fits you, then great. If it doesn't, then maybe it's time to switch gears.
0: Yep, definitely. Yeah, that being said, um, Thank you, Rustic. I mean, uh, Anwish for, you know, all the information. Uh, like, I learned lots of things from it, too. And I'm pretty sure, like, our listeners lo- learned, you know, like, lots of things regarding stock market and trading or investing. Um, Yeah. Any final thoughts? That's it. I think I've talked a lot. <laughs> my yeah, my throat is hurting, bro. bro. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, that was, like, lots of information. And I'm pretty sure, you know, um like lots of people will be learning lots of things uh especially beginner mm-hmm. traders or investor mm-hmm. i mean uh, yeah cool 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 um thank you so much for listening uh this is probably gonna be uh this probably been like one of the longest podcasts mm-hmm. that we have done i mean not quite we have done longer before uh longest before right but am i you know it, it's up there um, it's up there so, yeah, um, thank you so much for listening. And if you guys want to see more of our pot, definitely give us a subscribe. Uh, definitely leave a review. Make sure to give us a five star because we don't want fucking two stars or three stars. I mean, even if you're planning to, don't fucking do it. Don't fucking do it. Uh, Sam will come haunt you. I will. Oh, I- <laughs> that was creepy. All right. Peace. Peace.